Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy, crime, LGBT, thriller. You have now entered the House of Mystery. With your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and our word heard on 106.5 FM Los Angeles, 102.3 FM Riverside, and 1050 AM Palm Springs. Our eyes first met in 65, sat Then she was my world I saw her next in fall And we kiss goodbye And I said, still I stand upon the key My lovely girl with windswept hair Will always wait for me My breath away She's pretty as can be And we kiss goodbye And he said still I stand upon the key My lovely girl With winds wrapped hair Will always wait for me Welcome back to the House of Mystery. I'm Julie Saff. We've spoken before and you've just been listening to Fisherman's Girl by an amazing UK band called Jolly Roger. And we are thrilled today to have the guys with us um, to talk to for the next uh, kind of hour. We're going to be li listening to their story, getting to know them a little bit more. 
And really importantly, understanding how does this link to the House of Mystery? What are the what's their connection? What are the myths and legends that that have led them to uh, their their band name, the Jolly Roger? And these guys dress and uh, almost almost live the amount of times they're they're doing gigs as pirates. So um, welcome to uh, House of Mystery, guys. Hey, thank you for having us. It's so good to have you. How exciting is this? You know, we go from uh, I'm able to watch you every Saturday night and uh, and then when you do your individual sessions and, and now you're going to be broadcast across the US, which I think is uh, fantastic for you all. So introduce yourselves. Um, give everybody your names. OK, my name is Kynan. Uh, I play the bass. I am Samantha. I play the mandolin and the guitar. And I am Jay. I play the guitar and the ukulele, harmonica, and we all do the vocals. But they're not your only names, are they? Let's be real here. So <laughs> we know we very rarely get to hear those names. And um, and you have um, adorned pirate names. So what are your pirate names and why did you choose them? Right. My pirate name is Bosun Tutos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you you don't you don't choose your own one. You don't choose your right. own. So uh, Jay chose that one for me in response to me choosing his, which is. Okay. <laughs> My name is Captain Jamrag, and I can no longer change that. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> and that's what you're stuck with. That is what we're stuck with. And I'll tell you what, actually, it was almost a bit weird saying my real name for a second there. Yeah. Really? And Samantha? I am the Lady of the Sea. Uh, Lady of the Sea. And um, I think these guys gave me the name just because I love the sea so much. Um, I just, I love being around it. I, Since I've been in Jolly Roger, I think I've become a bit of a Lady of the Sea because I started sea swimming. I just go in in my oh. swimming room and it gets quite cold in around Cornwall. And um, yeah, I've been going in in my swimming costume all throughout the winter. And I just love Madness. it. It's so relaxing and it's just brilliant. <laughs> I think you're absolutely loopy. So um, I've, it's not something I could ever dream of doing. So to, 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 to kind of put a context really to our listeners, we are all residing in the furthest tip of Cornwall in the UK, which is renowned for its amazing beaches, its beautiful coastal walks it's um and its culture and we have seas that um emulate the mediterranean really we've got turquoise waters and it's a very popular holiday destination for that very reason and it is steeped with culture so we are in, we're, we're so very lucky during this really bizarre uh, time of of lockdown that within you know a, a moment's walk from our house and, and we are surrounded by the sea so it's um, it's not surprising that your love of the sea, Samantha, has led you to, to, that, to that name. So you all you all talk about uh, playing musical instruments, and you know you're very talented, having heard you. So, um, how long have you have each of you been playing? Uh, well, me, I well, I've never really really studied music properly. Uh, it's always just been a, a hobby since I was like eleven, playing lots of instruments. But the bass guitars, four years probably, I reckon. What about you, Jay? Um, firstly, thank you for saying I'm talented. That's very kind of you. <laughs> um, I've been playing the guitar for coming up 20 years now, since I was about uh, four or five years old. Um, and I've studied music 
uh, in school for a few years, college and university. Um, and I also play pretty much anything I can get my hands on. Not very well, but well enough. <laughs> the harmonica, I play, and um, I still haven't learned it. I've just sort of found a couple of notes that work and just keep doing them. Play it for your notes. <laughs> I do. Sometimes. The new, uh, quick Why bother three? with all of them if you can just do two? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I did leave uh, my degree to start to be in this band. It's the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> okay, so don't don't follow his footsteps, kids out there. But um, but you know, are you that sort of person then that can just kind of pick up an instrument and play by ear? Um, I I, I think that once you sort of um get at a certain level with any instrument, uh, every instrument after that becomes a little bit more um you sort of get a feeling for for uh, scales and theory even if you don't think you know the yeah. theory you start to feel mm. the music which is essentially just the you definitely play theory. our shows by yeah yes so <laughs> <laughs> um. it, it, it works don't worry about it it, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you just play them by ear they all work so that's brilliant and samantha what about you and your um, your musical history um, I started playing with the guitar when I was in primary school. I got lessons from Julian Wallace, the guitar doctor. He's fantastic. Jay did as well. Mm. Um, and I just tried different instruments after that. I played the clarinet for a bit, the drums, tried the bass, and I just kept going back to the guitar and writing my own songs solo and doing that throughout my life. It's helped me get through some difficult times and some good times. Um, as well, and then I came across the mandolin when we started Jolly Roger because we were listening to lots of similar bands, folk, folky yeah. bands, with um, mandolins and lots of those, and we just thought it would add to our sound. So I picked that up, and I just couldn't stop smiling when I was playing it, and it's just been my main instrument ever since then, really. And and did you have, um, as you each of you grew up, did you have people that inspired you with your your music and the type of music i know you're you know you a lot of your things are very um pogue like um dropkick murphy's that kind of um feel to them sort of kind of uh, i suppose they have an edge a raw edge to them rather than a, a completely finished piece of work and i and so they can they almost take on a journey then in themselves and as you were saying some that kind of playing by ear where every <laughs> performance has a slightly different feel to it which uh, is so exciting what were your inspirations um, we all like kind of the, the heavier rock and, and metal music. And I think we get our rawness and like our shoutiness and just like the the passion coming out from that, that kind of music. We all went to um, shows um, where there's mosh pits and things like that and get all of that energy. And that's kind of what mm. we try and bring to this genre of music. We're trying to merge what we love together to bring something new and piratey and exciting, but rocky. So you can't quite place the genre. There's lots of different um, influences we've got. What about you guys? Yeah, it's the same for me, really. That's why uh, <coughs> that's why Julie's mentioned the Dropkick Murphys, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. they're on the heavier side, Celtic mm-hmm. rock. Oh, the Pogues started it really with yeah. the heavy. They were basically just, um, well, I say punk. They're more just folk musicians, magicians, 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 <laughs> folk yeah. magicians. magicians. But, um, yeah. I don't think you could ever call Shane McGowan a magician unless you put a pint in the hand. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, but no, I, I, yeah, we grew up with um, all sorts of genres, uh, more rock and metal and pop punk and things like that. And I think 
especially with this uh, our debut album coming out, you'll be able to pick out certain genres um, mm. in each song. Um, yeah, it's, it's it, it, I think it's a lot of just those sort of music and comedy acts as well. Like yes. we listen to Tenacious D and Oh, Jack Black is a god. Oh, yeah, yes. we love <laughs> Street Fighters and we love mm. Green Day as well. But like Jack Black, we just we love his music, cause, and when we listened to him and speaking about his band, he just thought, we tried the serious stuff, but we were just so much better at the more mm. funny stuff, and I think we take that mm. in, and we have serious messages and some heartfelt stories in our songs, like you heard in Fisherman's Girl, it's, um, it's a nice story, but we also come across with quite like cheeky humour and pirate um, tales and have a laugh with it as well, so it goes, it's quite a journey of having fun and, and then just listening as well to, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it's 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 ab- absolute sense. It's very, um, it's what I would call quite stompy music. So you don't, for me, if I listen to you, I, I'm automatically tapping along and I feel myself putting with my foot on the floor. It's not just like a tapping my knee, it's a foot on the floor because it's that kind of feel good music where it's interactive and it draws you in. Drummer. We need people to do that. <laughs> <laughs> our shows, we rely on uh, the audience members as our question to sort of do that stumping, clapping along. Not along. always in time, but it oh, works. You've clearly heard me. <laughs> yes. no, no, we wasn't talking about you, no, Julie. We have <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, definitely. We like to think that we're a, we're a band that when you come out and see, uh, it feels like you're just out drinking with a mate and having a good time and listening to music that makes you smile. Absolutely, I think that comes across really well. And um, and at the end of, of of this interview, we'll we'll talk about how people can watch you because uh, I think that that will be the icing of the cake from from the interview. So you've yeah. so you've you've kind of you're in Cornwall. Cornwall is a beautiful place. It is a place that um, people find it hard to leave, and if you leave, you come back to. So. With all the legends and um, the uh, around pirates of Penzance, and of course our, our local rugby pirates, um, how did you come across with the name Jolly Roger and decide to do a more piratey themed group? Ah, uh, that's that's an easy that's an easy question. The name came from uh, our campsite name, a metal festival that all three of us attended um, before we formed as a band. We named our campsite Jolly Roger. The at the festival Aelstorm are playing, the pirate metal band. That we love. Um so yeah. we spent the weekend wearing pirate garb, uh, and were known by the people goers as just the pirates. We didn't take any other clothes, that was uh, it. Pirate yeah. garb only <laughs> wear any shoes or socks for the entire thing even. <laughs> <laughs> we don't that by the way anyway. No, no please please But the the name came from band was actually formed as a um it was a, a birthday party a friend of ours asked to asked us to perform we never really played music together samantha and i had but us three as a trio had never really played together and uh, our friend asked if we could just do some put on some music uh for their birthday which was something like six days later um and wow. she loves pirates, so we started the pirate band and we had like six songs written and ready by then, which we still play some of them, don't we? But yeah. they've changed a lot. Like, our performances and our music, we keep certain ideas and they just grow with us as we grow as a band. Sometimes we add different verses or we change it slightly and it, yeah, it's um, 
that's how we work, really, isn't it? We're not we're not set like this is the way we definitely do this song. We always just yeah, it's evolving. It I think evolving. That's the one. I think with this album coming out now, though, uh, those earlier songs we ha- I think we're pretty happy with how they are now. I think that album has stapled how they will yeah um, at least musically remain. Um, I mean, until it doesn't, I guess, because who knows? So we we all we all grew up in Penzance. Um, we well, me, I've known Jay since he was born because he's my brother. Yes, yes. Conan um, is my wonderful partner, and um, we all used to skate at the same skate park, which is where we met each other. Yeah. Um, for probably for the first time, um, and yeah, we we've all been in Penzance. Um, since then, really, we've we've recently moved to Plymouth to get some different gigs up here and get involved in in the pirate stuff. And there's lots of other events going on up here. But um, yeah, we've got lots all got roots to Penzance, and our families still still live there, and we go down all the time to play gigs. So it's a really special place to us, and Penzance especially because the pirates of Penzance. Absolutely, and you um, and you dress up as pirates. Um, so, do you feel different when you're dressed up as a pirate? I think it's got to a point now where I feel weird when I'm not dressed up as a pirate. When we go into shops and stuff, it's like, why isn't why aren't people yeah, why like, looking at us? Like, this um, is strange. <laughs> yeah. Where's my identity gone? But this this oh. last uh, this last year, which is actually our only year as a band, we have played consistently two or three, maybe sometimes four gigs um, every week. And um, if we're not playing gigs, then we're resting and practicing. So it's it's basically one or two days a week we're not dressed as pirates. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, it's, it's just... We're filming our own music videos yeah. at home, yeah. which you can see online as well. So yeah. it's, it's definitely um, something that's... Um, I think it's more comfortable for us because it's that... It's, it's almost like our uniform, you know, our superpower uniform that makes us mm. feel, at least me, um, just gets me right in that that zone of where we need to be. It started off, it started off with, for me as a really good thing to hide behind because I, I've got yeah. Yeah, I've less experience on stage than these guys. Singing and playing in front of people was not something that I'd ever really done before this. Mm. Um, and the pirate garb really helped me hide hide a bit but now I, I it's leaking into my normal clothes <laughs> it's just normal <laughs> leaking into I love the I way love, you just describe that I love pirate so, you, you, you all look amazing in it and you do look completely natural there is no element of you looking like you've dressed up for the occasion it's, it's just perfectly normal um, so, so moving on slightly, your your band, as you've you've just um, explained, has only been together the last kind of twelve months, um, and it's gone from you know from from the three of you kind of a birthday party right through to four five gigs a week, um, whether that be online or out and about, um, and your popularity clearly you know expanding all the time, but you remain quite true to some of the cultural elements of Cornwall, and um, I I love that I think that's fantastic and. You sing a lot of sea shanties as well as covering some absolutely amazing artists, which uh, people set to challenge you with every week. So, but tell me a little bit about the sea shanties. What what are they and what do they mean to you? 
Right. Originally, like so, like Spotify has got running playlists of a certain uh, BPM. Um, people spent their lives on the sea have sea shanties, uh, which are there to like lift spirits and also provide a rhythm for their for the tasks, like the menial tasks, like pulling in rigging, rowing, and stuff like that. So they're yeah. sung to like a beat of rowing hauling. or yeah or hauling yeah. Um, away, haul away. Yeah, but yeah. they are that. That's what they were used for. I think. I think that's right. Is that right, Ken? It, yeah, essentially they were just work songs. Um, Although I think um, recently, I say recently, but last 50 or to century years ago, uh, I think anything that is just an a cappella group of people singing about a nautical subject can now be classed as a sea shanty, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. But definitely back when they were started, it was a work thing, yeah. I love it. Sorry, go go on, Samantha. I love it because cause you can tell that these were sung on the sea um, in cruise. And now when people sing them on land, you can almost feel like the community spirit of everybody singing together. Like you are on a ship, you're all working towards something. It might not be like physical, like hauling a rope anymore, but everyone's just coming together with their lovely energy and just giving their bit to the song, which can be not always in key or, or whatever, but it's just so lovely to hear all the lovely different voices in the pub. Like you can go into a pub and start a shout, which is when you start a sea shanty and then everyone just mm. joins in. Um, yeah. And lots of Cornish pubs do this. And I used to work in Mausel in the shipping. And it happened a lot of time when the, when the male voice choir came in, they would just, one of them started singing at one point of the bar and then it would just flood the whole place, it was just alive with a shanty. And I just think it's so atmospheric and I'd love to be able to write a shanty in Jolly Roger that's known that well to create these little communities and when where people just all come together and sing and it brings people together. I think that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And we're certainly seeing that in Cornwall at the moment, aren't we, with um, a, a, a local um, artist called Will Keating singing um, Cornwall My Home on behalf of our our um, key workers through lockdown which is which is very powerful on on a thursday evening and i think samantha you 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 hit the nail on the head there when you were talking about the wording and how it was originally used so you 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 think about um uh, fishermen's friends and keep hauling and um if you listen to the words in some of the shanties whilst they may relate to a fishing topic or a, how hard it is to work in that community you can relate it to most parts of your life you know keep going just keep on it you know when it's when you when the chips are down just keep going um, and we can take a lot of comfort from those songs. Yeah. yeah. Do Do you have a do Do you have a favourite? Do you have a favourite traditional shanty? I have a favourite. I'm not hundred percent sure if it's traditional. And also, mm-hmm. your previous comment about it applying to someone's life probably not relevant in this. But the song's okay. called Don- The song's called Donkey Riding. Oh, that's such right. a good song. It's, yeah. Um, the Great Big Sea, uh, the band, they're a Canadian band, um, that I don't know if they did a cover of it or they, I don't think they wrote it, but it sounds like it's an old, old song, but it's, it's a fantastic shanty. Donkey riding, donkey riding, hey, hey, where you go, riding on the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Okay. And is it about what, about the other guys? Have you got favourites? Do you all like the same? 
Um, I was gonna talk about I don't about our shanty that we wrote. The only one that we've written. Oh, aboard. Um, yeah, it's um, we wrote uh, a song called Aboard, which um, like balances our humour and more serious stuff that comes across in some of our music. It's about a crew of pirates that travel around the Cornish coast and what they get up to at different places and different towns on the way. Um, we referenced the Fishman's Friends in there in a cheeky way, yeah. Um, saying how do they know all our songs and things like that, which is quite funny. Mm. We think it's funny anyway. <laughs> I hope they think it's funny. <laughs> well, um, I'm really meant- pleased you mentioned that song, Samantha, because um, um, we're going to take a quick break, and that is exactly the song we're going to be playing. So uh, from everybody listening now, while we take a quick break, this is Aboard by Jolly Roger. Welcome back to House of Mystery with Julie Sav and we are joined again by Jolly Roger and the song you've just heard is their own sea shanty aboard and just before our break we heard Samantha tell us all about it and uh, about the fishermen going around the Cornish coastline. So welcome back guys. Um, Just wanting to talk now a little bit about um, we're talking a lot about Cornish culture and pirates. And um, do what? Tell us about a Cornish pirate story that you know about. So let's go back to those myths and legends and history of Cornwall. All right. How familiar are you with the ghost ship of Porth Kerno? Oh, n- not very. So fire away. <laughs> All right. So it's it's about a, a young bloke who left his family farm in Porth Kerno. It's the farm's called Chigwidden, and he left because his parents were horrible. Um, and he vowed to return when they were dead. Uh, and after his parents passed away, uh, he returned after some time at sea with a new friend named Jose and several large chests. So he inherited the farm with his younger sister. Um, and him and Jose were going around spending money in the local community like really rich men uh, and like purchasing finery for his sister, Eleanor. Um, and the locals, the residents of Porthcurno knew him uh, just as the captain. 
uh, and they knew to sort of stay away from him and Jose because they suspected that he was that they were pirates. Um, so he built himself a boat with his riches and would often take off on the sea in like some of the worst weather that you could imagine, uh, and then just return with more chests of money. Um, and then towards the end of his life, he made Jose and his uh, sister, Eleanor, vow to take his body out to sea after he died, where he could rest for, for eternity. And when he died, they obliged. Uh, and Jose, Eleanor, and their dog were last seen boarding the ship with the captain's body and sailing off in the most treacherous storm that you can imagine. Uh, and so now the myth goes that as some nights the ship can be spotted pulling into port with three souls and the soul of a dog on board and the ship floats over the beach, uh, up the valley to Chiquidham Farm and then stops over a spot where the captain's treasure was buried. Wow. And how how has this come about? Have we seen it? Has there been reported sightings or is it just one of those stories that have evolved in the community? I think it's folklore. But I like it. I think it's a wonderful story. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic story. Of it, but I think it's just a wonderful story. Yeah. My favourite story is the, is the the Mermaid of Zena. I love that yeah. story. And I used to row for Zena, albeit very briefly. And um, and Mermaid is one of their boats. I was. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I love cooking. Well, I just love everything to do with the sea, basically. <laughs> so t- tell us a little bit about the Mermaid of Senna. Um, as I know it, uh, there used to be a strange, uh, beautiful, but strange woman that used to attend the services at Morver and Zena churches. Um, mm-hmm. And she had a beautiful voice. But years and years went by and people just started to see that she just didn't age. Uh, she didn't show any signs of aging at all. Um, and she became obsessed with a man called Matthew Truella, who used to sing in the church. And he had a great voice as well. Uh, after one service, service at the church, they both just were never seen again. Um, and they say that a few years later, a captain of a ship heard a beautiful voice coming from the sea below his ship. And a mermaid came up to the surf- surface and said, can you please move your anchor because it's blocking my house. And I want to go back in there with my husband, Matthew, and my children um, so then it was kind of revealed and spoken about that the woman at the church um, used to have limited shape-shifting abilities where she morphed legs to go up to the surfaces. And now the villagers carved a beautiful mermaid onto the chair where she used to sit and you can still go and see it there now. Oh, that's a lovely story. And we have um, we have professional mermaids, don't we, in, in Cornwall? We have mermaids of St Ives, and um, and they go and they entertain the children. They sit, they swim in the sea. Indeed. That's a, a lovely story. And and um, any more? Well, my favourite is also the ghost of uh, the ship ghost of Volcano. So unfortunately, <laughs> you're going to have to go and spend some nights just watching now to see whether or not the ship comes in. That's a great idea. That is a nice idea. I've seen the phenomenon when you look out and it looks like all a ship is floating above the, yes, the water. Yeah. There's lots of different images that, you, that people take um, yeah. of that, and that's yeah. just incredible. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I always think that um, a harbour can be a really eerie place. There's nothing quite like walking into a harbour when the sea mist is in and the wind is just enough so you hear all the ropes and um, and the guidelines going. And if you're on your own, it's just really quite a, a, a spooky place to be. So if you guys could be a pirate now, what sort of pirate do you think you might be? Uh, I would, I would, without a shadow of a doubt, take Sir Francis Drake with an edge. Okay, <laughs> with an so, edge. Yeah, so Francis Drake was—he was a pirate. Uh, he's um, privateer. Yeah, but he was a pirate. He was a scallywag man. Um, but, but he was paid by the government to be a pirate. So he's found something that he loves, that may or may not have been a little bit illegal, and then gotten the government's pay to do it. Although I think, like nowadays, it would probably have a fancy name, like nautical acquisition specialist or something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I want an edge because I'm not as fancy as Sir Francis Drake. He was very fancy, he was a fancy man. I think I'd, um, I don't have the heart to be a pirate, really. I think I'd, if anything, just be a, a bard um, and just live on the sea <laughs> in the pirates. Just three bards yeah. of the sea. 
That's fair enough. Fair enough. So um, in terms of um, the sea brings us something very special to a lot of people. So you've, you've commented Samantha, on your love of the sea and, and that therefore having your pirate name, Lady of the Sea. Um, so when we look out to sea, we, we generally experience different things. Some of us love being in the water, on the water or just looking at it because it makes us feel a certain way. What does it mean for each of you to be doing your activity either that with that swimming or just looking out or rowing whatever it might be what is it the sea brings to you mine's just that I, I i don't feel trapped i've lived in a few uh, landlocked places around the uk and mm. you realize very quickly that i need to be able to see as far as i can like yeah. as far as i can see i need to be able to see the horizon um and i think that's come from from growing up in Penzance, living in Penzance for so long, because when you walk out of your front door and take two steps one way, you're often you're just able to see as far as you can. Um, yeah, very true. Anything that I feel a bit trapped. Yeah, yeah, it does put things into perspective, doesn't it? It's yeah. Just the vastness of it, and I love how it changes. And sometimes you, it's moody, and sometimes it's calm, and it's just forever changing, like emotions of mm-hmm. people. And yeah, I just I feel like. Um, like something's missing from my life if I don't see the sea for for mm. a long time. It brings me a lot of peace and mm. just puts puts life into perspective. I think it's definitely um, affected all of us since lockdown um, for COVID nineteen. Now to go, um, and my sister will be swimming. I like to go and collect rocks and shells and make things out of them. It's my sole vice that I use to um, clear my head of everyday things. Um, at the moment, we're advised not to go to the into the swim in the sea. No, yeah. Um, we've bought we've just bought a paddling pool, Julie. Yes. <laughs> so we can bring <laughs> sea salt, and some sea salt, dead, dead sea salt, so Samantha can lie in some salt water for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very smooth. I'm not sure I can gig row on my hot tub, but oh. I could uh, give it a go. Um, OK, so I, I think, uh, you know, for all, the, all the reasons you've just mentioned, uh, you know, the, the sea um, changes uh, on a, such a minute by minute basis, doesn't it? You could be then it's completely smooth and the next minute it's, it's blowing a gale and you find yourself in some some uh, real real waves. Um, and uh, yes, we're not allowed to go, go and swim in the sea in the UK at the moment and um, on the sports are all down but there's nothing quite like walking by the sea and and watching and and enjoying the wildlife um, around you here. So there are, um, we have in Cornwall many fishing um, villages and um, a lot of them uh, are, a lot of our communities are reliant upon that as income. So COVID-19 has had a huge impact. Um, there, but there are some superstitions, isn't there, about going on a fishing boat? And um, quite often I interview individuals in America that have written about superstitions or paranormal occurrences or myths and legends. And just wondering if you know of any of these superstitions about um, fishing and being on a fishing boat. I got one. It's my favourite one. Bananas. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to take a banana on a fishing boat. In fact, Why? there are some cruise now that are not letting, that don't let people. Like even today, people aren't allowed to take bananas on some cruise liners because it's wow. seen really bad luck. Yeah. Do we know where that originated from? Um, I did a little bit of research for this because I cheated, and yeah. no, 
answer to that question. It's one of those things that yeah. people say. They, they think it dates back, like people have guessed and said that it dates back to when trading started with the Caribbean and some no, makes sense, some bananas, ships carrying bananas that were trying to fish couldn't catch anything and then a couple of ships who people had taken bananas on board, they were not getting any good catches so then it's just spilled over from there. Into Blame a, the bananas, yeah. not their ability to fish. <laughs> Wow, that's 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 mad. No bananas and people still doing it now. Women aren't meant to go on a fishing boat, are they? I think they're meant to be unlucky. Uh, not that women are lucky, but the fishing hall is meant to be um, unlucky if a woman goes on a boat. But now there are more women uh, working on boats. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose things things change, but it's nice to know that those superstitions are still there and people still um, hold true to them in communities. Now. I want to come along, come with, to the next um, song, really. So um, you've written an incredibly personal song, and uh, and I was I didn't know whether to include it or not on the interview because, um, but I felt it really important because I want our listeners to um, to know about this and to know about how they can donate to the the, the charity and and. Um, and to understand how we use music, to, it, not only in a sad way when we, we want to recognise our emotions and losses, but also in a very positive way. Because this song, to me, isn't it isn't a negative song. It doesn't it doesn't make me feel sad when I listen to it. I feel emotive when I listen to it. I first heard you playing it um, at the launch of. Um, Silent Mountain and uh, for me I hear this song when I row in Silent Mountain so I want you to tell everybody about this song the way way it came about and then we were going to take a break and we will play it for you yes um, yeah well thank you for saying that that's that's um, that's really nice to hear and we hope that um, other people can use that song for their own motive reasons and hear it when they row inside a mountain. Our uncle um, sadly died of sudden adult theft syndrome um, not well, a few years back now um, and he was, a, he was a brilliant charismatic man. He didn't say much um, but when he did the things that he did say meant a lot. Um, it was 2015 so he was 29, he was really young. Um, and he was a big guy that just didn't say much, so they called him Silent Mountain. Um, yeah, they, they, his nickname was Silent Mountain, and they, they made a, a community gig boat with his, in his honour, um, which is used by, well, obviously, you, your your own community and, and yeah. rowers around, around different commun- communities around the uh, around Cornish Peninsula. I've seen some pictures up of juniors using it and stuff as well. Oh. So yeah, absolutely. And um, our auntie uh, Emma, she asked whether we would like to be at the launch, and we said of course. um, And we wanted to do something special for the launch, Um, so we writ a song, Silent Mountain, um, and put it together on our second DP, which we've named Silent Mountain. Um, And it's together with some other shanties and some of our more more quieter songs and we put a, like a rowing twist on them so yeah this one was for Chris we sell the EP and half the money that we raise goes to sadsuk.org.uk um, uh, for Chris and yeah and we've, we've sold quite a few of them and um, we love the song we put it on our new album um, It's we think it's quite powerful and there's peaks and troughs in it like you would be rowing at sea um, 
as well. So, yeah, we, this song yeah. means a lot. Sometimes I get quite emotional when I'm singing that. Yeah, uh, singing the song. And some people, could, if they don't know the story, they don't quite understand. But um, when we explain it, it it's, it's been one of those songs when people are like, have you written that? That's really good. So like, a yeah. few times it's kind of just just got people, hasn't it, mm-hmm. that song? So. Yes. Um, I think if, if family members or people have gone through anything that's similar, you can pick that up out of yeah. songs that were written specifically for that. But when we played it at the, the launch of the gig, it was definitely... A really an emotional. Oh, I cried. Thing. I cried whilst playing. Yeah, so yeah. my eyes were I don't know, I think. But but looking out and seeing our our gran and our auntie and all the gig growers and all the friends and, and family that knew Chris and were part of that community and seeing them just firstly a bit sad and then smirking and then you could just feel this um, light that was inside of them uh, together. I'm feeling the same things, and it was a really powerful moment. It's really nice. As the boat rode out for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was. I've, 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 I've still got the video of that moment where you, because um, you sung, obviously you sung it first, and then the boat was launched, and with the, the crew that had rowed with um, uh, your uncle, and they um, and his seat was left, and I remember, because I, I put his gloves on his seat, and, it, and although I'd never met him, I, it was an incredibly emotional, emotional day. So um, we're going to take a break. I'm going to, um, I'll introduce this song. This song is called Silent Mountain by Jolly Roger. Please listen to the words. They are incredibly powerful and um, a real legacy to him. Um, we'll be back after the break. Mystery, and you're listening to Julie Sav with Jolly Roger. Um, we've just listened to Silent Mountain, and I hope everybody enjoyed that as much as we did. Okay, guys, so we've we've talked loads about so many things, and it's been fascinating to talk a bit about your lives and and about your cultural heritage of Cornwall and about those kind of myths and legends. And I want to um, I want to come back to the mermaid thing, Samantha, if I may. But first of all, I just want you to um, I'm going to put you on the spot, and I want you to just give me a quick verse of one of your favourite songs. So, are you up for that? 
Well, that sounded so yeah, good. Yeah, we just had this live this on there. Well done. Um, I hope everybody just really enjoyed that. That was fantastic. So just coming yeah, back to that, um, the myths and legends bit, because I, yeah. I recognise yeah. that when we spoke before, Samantha, we have spoken about um, uh, a legend, uh, Molly McGee, and uh, we didn't mention it earlier. So um, remind me what that was about, because it's just come to me now. Gather all your hats and live the meeting as the sea says that we are on the last red dream of the sea. Come join a bunch of pirates up and find us a charade. Down she goes to Davy Jones. Down she goes to Davy Jones. There you go. Wow, done. Amazing, amazing. That sounded so good. Guys, you've just had this live on air. Well done. Um, I hope everybody just really enjoyed that. That was fantastic. So just coming back to that, um, the myths and legends bit, because I, I recognise that when we've spoken before, Samantha, we've spoken about um, uh, a legend around Molly McGee, and uh, we didn't mention it earlier. So um, remind me what that was about, because it's just come to me now. Um, so on, on our EP that we, that we did, Silent Mountain, we've got a song called Molly McGee as well, yeah. Um, this was inspired by some of the myths and legends that we love um, around Cornwall and especially the Mermaid of Zena that I was speaking about earlier. Um, and the song goes, it's about a man who's telling his son about the love um, and the loss of his wife called Molly. And the song goes on to reveal that when they both passed away, their love continued as they became mermaid and mer- man of the sea. And their son goes out to sea on his fishing boat and hears their songs when he's out to sea as well. So that, like, we do get inspired by mm. Cornish myths and legends and mm-hmm. bring them into our music as well. And we meet lots of mermaids when we go to pirate events. Yes, so we do. Because they all walk the land. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've always been interested in the, uh, in supernatural and things like that. I used to, uh, have, loads of research when I was younger on loads of different files and werewolves and interdimensional travel and vampires and runes and things like that. It was <laughs> so that's I've just learned that. Yeah, no, I've I just used learned to love that. It. Much, eh? I, I have no idea. Uh, in the daytime I would watch like the Bravo shows of nice. fiction and stuff like that. I used to love it. So I think that's always gonna be part of something whenever I get yeah. some ideas about weird stuff. I've just written a song actually, um, called it the Greek song. For Jolly Roger, which may or may not be used, I don't know. These guys don't know it yet, <laughs> but it's about <laughs> it's about um, somebody meeting all of the Greek go- gods at sea. Greek mythology, is it? yeah, that's wow. it. The Greek, um, and yeah, and, and then it's, it becomes a, an empowering uh, message of um, a woman finding out that she might like have all of these demons up to sea, but really she's got the strength in her to overcome them, just like everybody else has the strength to overcome whatever they're going through at the time. Um, so, yeah, I use them as a metaphor, but um, it definitely comes across in our writing, these kind of things. Mm. Excellent. And it's, uh, that's how, that made me um, remind me of a quite a painful experience this weekend where I had to sit and watch the Disney film Moana, but that's a, a similar a similar thought, actually. Um, I watched that three days ago. Yeah, so I, I, I've never seen it before, and I was um, I was kind of put into a position where I felt I should. 
shall I say. So I did, but it was, um, yeah, that's, it's, it's a similar thing. You know, the, the demons are there, but you overcome them. You find your inner strength. Yeah. yeah um, although I don't, I don't have the same outfit, I'm pleased to say. So, um, so you, you all live together, which is why it's okay for you to um, practice together and you're able to do your live gigs online at the moment. And uh, so how aggravating is it living together and how annoyed do you get with each other? It's good, all right. It's the, uh, <laughs> it's the best, worst thing ever because uh, it's good that we get to carry on and um, my sister, the lady you'll see, is definitely the powerhouse of the band and she's brilliant. She's the brainwork and she, she gets everything done even when we think that it can't be done. Um, and she just keeps on going. She's got one gear, and it's very motivating for me because I'm not that. So I try my best to where I can, and just I might not be able to come up with the ideas, but I can ask her to tell me to do stuff, and I can do it. Um, but it is brilliant because we get to carry on doing what we were doing just as busy as before. Mm-hmm. Because I think if we couldn't do that, I mean, I don't know what I do. I'll pull me air out at this point. Well, as soon as the lockdown came about, we thought about how we could keep musicians coming together. So I started contacting bands that I thought might be able to do solo live streams or might live together. And each Saturday we've been doing live streams um, between 6 and 9 p.m. UK time. Um, and we have three acts uh, Saturday, every Saturday for like a non-clashes lineup. Um, mm-hmm. And do this for them each week and advertise them just so we can introduce our following and um, two different music that we love um, and vice versa we can just keep the music buzz going really and just support the other musicians for it and check in to see if they're okay because it can be quite tough for everyone especially people that aren't living with their bands we didn't really go out too much anyway because we no. were either gigging resting or writing yeah. um, so I mean it, it definitely we're in more now but um, it's not that big a change for us. We're just very no. focused on, on what we do, mm-hmm. aren't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're lucky enough to be family and best friends yeah. you know, with all three of us. So mm-hmm. any time that we spend together, even when it's busy work, it's still enjoyable, you know, uh, just hanging out and having a laugh and then getting worked up because we're really stressed and then laughing at ourselves being really stressed. Well, one person's <laughs> struggling, the others will help. Pick up, yeah. We're very supportive. It's rarely that all three of us are having a bad time at the same time, mm. isn't it? Usually if that happens, we just order pizza and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Good resolve. So so how can, how can our listeners follow you and contact you? The main place to find us is on our Facebook page, which is www facebook.com forward slash Jolly Roger Band UK. Um, so you can just type in Jolly Roger Band UK. It should come up. Um, it's like a squid, if our profile picture. Our logo, yeah. Um, if you, if it's grey on a black background. Um, and, yeah, we do all, all of our live streams on there, and then they get uploaded to YouTube um, a few days later. If you search Jolly Roger, uh, one word, on YouTube, we... Yeah, we'll be up on the top page. Um, you can also find us uh, on Twitter, which is uh, still a new development. Um, <laughs> I'm personally working on that one myself, and that is um, Jolly Roger underscore Band UK. 
and Conan's running our Twitter page. No, uh, that was Instagram. Instagram was your one. Yeah, the Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I can but, see but, Samantha needs to work her magic here. Yeah, yeah well, the, the thing is, right, none of us know how to work Twitter. So, yeah. <laughs> and I got given the Twitter page. I have no idea. Oh, she's, she's that much to start. Oh, all right. Hang on. Here we go, Julie. If you want to come and be a pirate with me, I'll show you what it's like to be absolutely free. A land where there's no nine to five, taxes or alarms, you'll never be excluded if you've got no legs or arms. We do use social media, Instagram and Twitter, and while we're on the subject, let's not get too bitter. Check us out on Facebook at Jolly Roger Band UK. That's Jolly Roger Band UK. Jolly Roger Band UK. Jolly Roger Band UK. Jolly Roger Band UK. Like and share our page, please. It will make our day. Sometimes you just hear what you want to hear. <laughs> Jolly Roger Band UK on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. Well done. Well done. That was a much nicer way of doing it. Thank you so much, um, all of you, for um, such an amazing um, last hour. Um, it's been really good getting to know you a little bit more. It's been great for our listeners to hear about you, your loves, and your um, your music. We've had um, we've had uh, three songs already, and we're going to close with one one more song. We've heard how to contact you, um, so thank you guys. It's been a privilege. You can, also, you can pre-order our album as well on our Facebook page now. Yeah. Oh, we take all the orders through there. Send us a message. We love we love hearing from people from all over the world. So send us a message. We're actually quite good at responding too. Just pop a message on our Facebook. We'll if, say, if anyone wants to. And, yeah. and finally, um, the songs, a lot of the songs that were played tonight that we've done are on the lower end, the more chilled out um, down she goes version of uh, ourselves but this album coming out is a lot more upbeat and high tempo so if you're into your rock and your metal and your heavy folk and anything really um, then you should definitely check out because we're really proud of it and thank you so much for having us on the show yeah, thank, thank you Julie uh, you're more than welcome. And just to reiterate to everybody listening right now, the um, the album is for pre-order on their Facebook page. And there are several packages. You can have the album and you can have the album in ZP. You can have T-shirts. There's multiple packages and um, that can be um, sent out across the world. So get in there, pre-order. Um, definitely worth it. I, my order is already in and I have the preview uh, um, singles and they are amazing. So um, really, really um, important stuff. Just get on there and order. Thank you once again, guys. Take care. The very best of luck going forward to you. I will continue to be an avid listener and um, just um, sending loads of love from, from all of us. Take care. Tragic, fearless waves Rowing 
up the mighty ocean waves. The winds like whisper are my company. I hear you calling, won't you come to me? I hear you calling, it is not my time. With strength and body, I will steal my mind. Brothers, sisters who are lost at sea. Falling slowly, it's your destiny. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.